0: Bung, bung. This episode of Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bet With Joel, the best in sports betting advice. Now, um, Bet With Joel will send you straight to your email, on your phone, wherever you are, um, the uh, the bets, okay? And we're in NBA season, so we're getting bets every day. He sends you what, what the bet is, how, mu- how many units to bet on it, what uh, bookmaker is the best odds, and um and the reason why you're taking the bet. Now I'll be honest with you, this week's been a pretty tough week. But if you if you can ride that out, stay with the system, you're gonna get that paper, dude. Check this out. We've got a new studio, we've got a new house, and all of the furniture, that's bet with joel money. I didn't spend a dollar of my hard-earned bruh. So you wanna make money like that, go to betwithjoel.com slash ref that's r-e-f slash welcome to the potty P O W D Y and enter promo code potty exclusive five zero that's potty exclusive 50 for 50 percent off your first week subscription with bet with joel and uh subscriptions are not um they're you know not lock in. You can get out of that shit anytime you want. Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. If you want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast, go ahead and go to welcome to the and click on the store link. And it's probably something like welcome to the potty.com slash store. Buy yourself a welcome to the potty unsourced t shirt. These t shirts are softer than baby shit, dude. And, um, They smell a lot better. You understand. So, um, you buy yourself one of these T-shirts. Your swag points go up at least plus ten, and that's at the very least, depending what your swag level is at already. And uh, five percent of all sales go to um, a different charity every month. This month is November, and of course, it's going to Movember uh, for men's health. Okay. So uh, go ahead, go to welcometothepotty.com and buy yourself a nice soft welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt let's start the show welcome to the Welcome to the party, bung bung it's your man claytron aka the big boss man aka the clumsy jeweler because i'm always dropping gems aka the milkman because i always deliver aka the phd of podcasting the magnum pi podcast, and the captain the ronnie 2k of podcasting bro do you know why because we've got the internet back okay and i've been getting i've been getting into nba 2k real heavy even though the new um, call of duty came out and that shit's tough too, but I, I don't know. I can't find myself to eject 2k 20 cause I love this. I love this. My team mode, dude. And this isn't even an ad. Imagine, imagine if we were sponsored by, um, NBA 2k now that'd be something, but we're not, we're only sponsored here by bet with Joel. Um, but fuck man. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that shit. I've got no clay's reviews for you. I've been playing a lot of 2K. I've been um, watching, like, I didn't do much comedy this week because it was Halloween. I just really didn't want to, um, I really didn't want to dress up. So I stayed here for Halloween night. Um, we did, we did trick or treat. So like we, I, I decorated the front of the house up. Kids was coming. We were giving out candy and all that, all that good shit. And people got to, um, trick or treat with their parents nowadays, bruh, because there's so many rapers out there. And that's sad to me because we used to just be out in these streets when I was a kid. We used to be riding our scooters, riding our bikes, skateboarding, walking, um, magic carpet riding, all types of shit out in these streets, dude. Um, and you know, the worst thing that happened is like, maybe your scooter would get stolen, you know? But, uh... All these people all these kids are coming out with their parents you know um, and that's sad dude because how do you how do you grow up? How do you grow up when your parents got to be holding your hand all the damn time? I think growing up a lot of that is is learning experiences while you're by yourself, you know And we don't really want to listen to our parents. We don't that's not how we want to learn is getting told shit by these old heads all the time. They don't know. They don't even know how to post a status on Facebook dude you know? it's the fuck, what the fuck are we listening to them for? Is that, that's, that's what these kids are thinking these days, man. So, so that's kind of, I guess that's really how, what I was thinking about Halloween. And also like, um, I, I think I already talked about Halloween on the last episode, so I don't know how much, how deep I I should really get into Halloween right now, but It was cool. I had a bit of a week off. I did some like little, went for a couple of walks this week, did a little, um, weights workout in the house here. Trying to, you know, just trying to use some calories sometimes. Cause I just don't feel like I'm using calories anymore. You know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always taking calories, but I'm never really using them, you know? So I'm like a hoarder, except instead of just having shit in my house, I just got, um, you know, calories in my body. And they're never getting used. So I've been trying to do some calories this week, um, which has been which has been nice, dude. Because um, you kind of feel a bit better about yourself sometimes when you do that shit. Sometimes I feel like a bit of a piece of shit too. Um, like, you know, you're getting a bit of a beer belly and shit and you don't even really drink that much beer. So what's that about? Um, so sometimes you feel like a bit of a piece of shit. So it's good to get some calories happening. Um, you guys will notice again that we're not on uh, YouTube. So, um, straight after I finish this episode, I'm fucking getting into it. We are, we are getting this studio sorted out because it's been long enough. I've been a lazy motherfucker for long enough. So let's sort that shit out. Um, what else, what else, what else do we want to talk about here? Cause, um, again, I've come in just absolutely Uh, um, what's that word? Unprepared. Jesus. Yeah. I think I, I think I do have, um, you know, mild retardation or maybe just dementia or, uh, Alzheimer's. Um, oh, social anxiety, dude. That's probably the worst thing about going to do comedy. I would prefer to be on the stage than to like be like, I'm meeting all these new people and they're great, dude. I like them. But I just don't even know how to have conversations anymore. I think I'm getting worse as I get older. Um, I'm—I don't know. It's—it's it, it's beyond being shy at this point. It's, and I must seem like an asshole to people. But it's like sometimes every conversation I have with somebody, it feels like, it feels like, um, it feels like a conversation. You remember these conversations where you say, "Oh man, have you watched? Uh, you know the new." Um, Dragon Ball Z and then the person says to you oh I don't watch TV and it's like what the fuck do you think you're better than me dude and that's how every conversation feels like to me when I'm talking to a stranger except instead of them saying I don't even watch TV or whatever I'm they're not even saying anything like that they're just saying nice things to me but it just feels like I don't know it just so hard, man. I don't know if it's getting worse. I don't know if I need to see someone about it or whatever, but it, if yeah, new people, dude, it's rough, especially when you're not drinking. I don't really drink at comedy, man. Cause I feel like if I'm going to be doing comedy so regularly, that's so much more calories, bro. And it all, it just all comes full circle, dude. And these calories, bruh. I've been trying not to eat like too much wild shit. But then you got leftover chocolate from Halloween. See, full circle. We're back on Halloween again. It's just wild. There's calories. There's Halloween. There's social anxiety. It's, it's just. It's all really. It's all really coming at you, and it's coming at you quick, dude. Um, like death. Death's right around the corner. Shout out to Tupac. I see death around the corner. Trying to stay high while I survive in the city where the skinny niggas die. If they bury me, bury me as a G, nigga. Never worry, I expect retaliation in a hurry. I see death around the corner. Shit, I just started vibing for a second. I almost forgot I was on the podcast just then. And that's, um... Like, you know, if I was on YouTube just then, that could maybe get flagged for uh, copyright infringements. Even though we get flagged every time because of the... The intro. Um, but yeah, that's really, that's really, uh, how I feel, dude, is defs, defs coming at you quick, dude. And I don't even remember why I said that. Oh, calories, calories are coming at you fucking quick, dude. If you have like a burger, um, if you have like a fun size Mars bar, dude, 135 calories. And you can have just like a fun size, like, you know, bite of, you know, a uh, tomato, bro. And that shit, that shit's like, you know, 15 calories. And then you got to think about your options, you know, do you, do you want, do you want to end up looking like Charles Barkley clay? Or do you want to maybe end up looking like, um, you know, Gerald Green, you know, and, um, yeah, I style bit his haircut because he looked so dope and I wanted to look so dope, dude. So, yeah. Yeah. So maybe I need to lose a few LBs or KGs and we're going to just end up, you know, not, you know, not being so close to death, you know? Even I mean, I don't have diabetes or anything. um, Because diabetes... Diabetes is when... You know, you have Halloween uh once a once a day. You know, so you're just eating sugary snacks daily and um that's diabetes. And you also, you know, you lose feeling in your feet and then you drop, you know, you might drop like um, you know, a, a trailer on your foot and you won't even feel it. Uh and then it'll go gangrenous. And gangrene gangrene is like, um it's like Crips and Bloods, but it's leprechauns. So that can happen to your foot and you got to get that shit lopped off. And so that's, that's what happens, dude. That's what I'm saying. And when you get your foot lopped off, that's you're even closer to death. You got less body, you know, you got your, less function. There's, there's less of you, which means you're closer to really being buried. And so that's what I'm saying is Halloween. That's a Halloween's a fucking uh, gangrenous gang, gangrenous death trap, right? It's a, caloric hazard, you know, it's, it's really coming after us and I think we need to outlaw it. And also if you're a parent that says shit like this, um, we're in Australia. We're not in America. No, we're not doing Halloween. Kill yourself, dude. It's not about that, dude. It's just a bit of fun for the fucking kids. Lighten up. Jeez. There's some fucking loser people out there, dude. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were in Australia. Oh, dude, you're dope. You know, congratulations on the hot take. Shut the fuck up, dude. And just let your kid dress as a witch or whatever, you know? And if your kid's a boy and he wants to dress up as Elsa from Frozen, let him instead of being a fucking bitch about it. You're the fag, not him. If he wants to dress up as Elsa and you won't let him don't be scared, bro. And so what if your kid's gay, dude? I know dope gay cats, dude. Not actual cats, but like people that's gay, you know? And I don't call gay people cats. I call all people cats. So it wasn't, that wasn't like a homophobic slur calling them cats. Cause I'll be like, like, like me, I'm a sick feline, bro. I'm a, I'm an ill cat. Um, that's, and that's, Uh, you know, that's well documented. That's why you guys listen to the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Hold on. My mum's calling. We'll just see if we can get her uh, live on the show. Hey, ma.
1: Hello. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm
2: good. What are you doing? Well, I've just been, you know, doing my usual Saturday morning chores. And I thought, oh, I might just go and get a coffee. Yeah. So, shall I bring um, Trixie, drop her off and go and get one?
0: Of course, I've just got to check if the uh, the gate's closed. Cause yeah, Rachel went to work.
1: No worries. All right. Well, um, I might leave now
0: then. Yep. Too easy.
1: Cool. I'll see you soon. No worries. See ya.
0: See ya. And that's my mom, guys, and we have um, we have Saturday dates uh, on Saturdays, uh, and that's where she she comes. We've got a coffee shop. And let me tell you, I think it's one of the best in Adelaide. And uh, But I won't name him because, first of all, I don't want you guys making it heaps busy. And second of all, they don't pay me. Um, and it's it's probably less than a block away from our house. Or we're in the corner and um, maybe, maybe about a block away from our house. So it's really close walking distance. Um, and really what we do is uh, she comes over, she drops off Trixie. The little dog, um, and then she goes. Uh, she walks over, gets a couple coffees for us. Well, I usually get a chai latte because I'm doing this teeth winding shit, you know. So I get a chai latte because I uh, I googled now chai latte, chai tea is a type of black tea. So it it, 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 it is it is fuck. It is also bad for your teeth. It stains your teeth, but. I did some research and cow's milk, it has to be cow's milk, um, has something in it called casein, which, um, it attaches to the tannins in tea, which is less staining on your teeth. So if you have milk in your tea, it's, uh, it's actually better. And I actually never knew that. I didn't think that was the case. So So she comes over and we just do, like, we just do, she helps me with housework sometimes. um, Or we'll just chill, have a coffee, hang out, whatever, dude. So that's, that's really what we do on Saturdays. So that's some nice um, daughter-son time. Um, Now I forgot, I did forget what I was talking about. Halloween, was I talking about the fucking, oh, being ill cats or something. Something like that. Who the fuck knows, dude? Um, hold on, I gotta go check if the gate's closed, so so then Little Trixie can get in here. All right, I'm back, um, and the and the gate was open, so lucky I went and checked. Um, now, I've I've got something on here. I was I thought I was gonna be watching the NBA, but it looks like it's just commercials. But um, fuck it, we may as well jump into sports. So uh, if Money Making Mitch, you want to uh, get that shit poppin'. Um that would be fantastic. Uh now um I have I have forgotten about uh trying to call the uh Official, unofficial correspondent of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, uh, MLB correspondent Mr. Elliot Ross. So we'll see if we can we'll see if we can get him on the line about the World Series, real oh, cool. It's not letting me. Okay. Now that was probably mm, one of the worst. I'd say one of the worst attempts to start the sports section off. Um, so, how about we get into the NBA? Um, fuck, where do I start? Anthony Davis had a 40 and 20 point game, 40 point 20 rebound game the other day. Um, and that's beast mode. No one's done that for Lakers since Shaq. And Shaq hasn't played for those motherfuckers since, um, you know, now. Shit, um, who else? What else has been happening? Like I said earlier, at the top of the show, Bet With Joel has been a bit of a sad week. Um, But I trust the process. Um, I've, you know, I've made a lot of money slash furniture through Bet With Joel. So I know that I'm on top um, overall. Um, So at the end of the day, you just got to believe. Now, um, I'm doing NBA fantasy. So let's just fucking, let's have a quick, look at my team. My team's pretty wild guys. Um, there's no way I'm winning the fantasy season, but just have a listen to this. Drew Holiday, Marcus Smart, Justice Winslow, Al Horford, Clint Capella, um, DeJunte Murray, Joel Embiid, um, Joe Ingles, Derek White, Chris Dunn. Now I played against Chris Dunn. Um, Russell Westbrook, uh, Covington, I, and I don't know what his first name is. Is it Robert? Maybe. And Shea Gilgis Alexander, and I like to call him Shea Gorgeous Alexander. Um, so that's my team. Um, what I did want to talk about was the fight. Well, or so, a uh, quote-unquote fight that happened uh, in the Philly versus Minnesota game. Um, so Joel Embiid and Karl-Anthony Towns have got a little bit of beef. Um, is well-documented, it's historic. And, um, yeah, I suppose, uh, they got into a little shoving match and everyone called it a fight. So I go on Instagram and I got to see this shit. And let me tell you this, um, not a fight, not a fight called a shoving match. Um, Joe and beat accidentally got him in the eye at some point. Oh, I'm watching, uh, Houston versus Brooklyn live at the moment. And Houston is down 12 in the fourth, um, to Brooklyn. So you know, I mean, Kyrie Irving's got mood problems. Okay, first of all, before we go to Kyrie Irving, we'll um we will go to um oh the fight yeah. So basically, they got into a shelving match. Not a single not a single punch was thrown, and basically, uh, Charles Barkley I think said it best when he he called their MB cat. Um, I'll call it altercation, because otherwise it'll sound like cat fight, which is a pun. Which uh, 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 you know how journalists always use puns. It really pisses me off, because I don't think it's funny, dude. But um, the MB cat altercation, it, uh, uh, Charles Barkley called it a snuggle fest, um, and I and I've got to agree. But let me tell you what I liked: Ben Simmons acting as a peacemaker comes in and gets Carl um, Anthony Towns in a headlock, and it. An, and it appeared to me, it appeared to me, ladies and gentlemen, that Carl Anthony Towns tapped out. So um, shout out to Ben Simmons I'm representing Australia, Melbourne, um, and you know Melbourne's basically my second home. So um, I like that. And we we do need to discuss um, before we go to Kyrie Irving. We do need to discuss LeBron James' uh, hairline uh, because there were he was looking. Fucked up, dude. He was looking absolutely fucked up uh, in the Utah game the other night. Utah versus LA. Um, he comes back. LeBron James comes back each summer with a fresh hairline, right? He must get plugs or some type of fake shit put in his head um, over the off season. He comes back and he looks like his hairlines come back with him. Like he's had, you know, he's got some sun, and instead of you know getting that melanin in the skin, he's got that um, follicles in the head. And uh, so basically, it looks like his hair's fallen apart early this season. And um, a- Anthony Davis basically told him, like, hey, dude, your hair's fucked during the game. Uh, and I think there's a video here, so we're, we're just going to try and play that. Um, hopefully the sound comes through.
2: The starting forwards for both teams. The Lakers starting forwards have outscored the Jazz starting forwards 51-7.
0: to
3: Mm.
2: that's not going to get it done if you're the Jazz and if you're the Lakers
0: yeah so um, what you were just listening to is just during foul shots and um, Anthony Davis is on the bench and he's he's pointing at his head and he's saying to LeBron like hey Duke your hair's fucked up now I'm just going to I'm going to try and read his lips here and I'll tell you what I I'll tell you what I see
2: 51
0: to 7 mm.
2: that's not going to get it done. the starting forwards have outscored teams the Lakers starting forwards have outscored the Jazz starting yeah, forwards, 51 to 7. And it doesn't look wild. He's falling out from the front. out from the back. I'm 51 to 7. Just mm. caught it. That's not going to get it done. If you're the Jazz and if you're the Lakers, let's continue. The starting forwards for both teams. I don't know why they're just playing. The Lakers so starting forwards have outscored the Jazz starting forwards, 51 to 7.
0: And there's a wild picture right here that done. I'm probably gonna have to get um, If you're the Jazz, and and if you're Lakers,
2: me, um, let's continue. the Lakers on Instagram, because the it looks crazy for both teams.
0: His the headband Lakers just looks
2: like a fucking dude. He's got the 50, thickest
0: headband. Seven. I'm trying to hide that's this shit. Just get just get go bald dude. Just shave it. Go like Mike.
2: You wanna be Mike so fucking bad? Shave
0: your head. That's now that's probably why he's not, because he's already all the if you're um but yeah, bro, uh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, sorry to hear that, bro. Um, and then oh, there's also... And this is this is real uh, soft news, isn't it? Because we're not even talking about anyone's performance or anything. Except for AD's 40 and 20. But um, there's been reports about uh, Kyrie Irving's uh, mood swings. Um, I guess... I guess he said something about um, the 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 nets said that in China he were there was an unspoken concern about his mood swings and like because sometimes like he'll just come out of nowhere and just be a cunt I guess and we all know this about Kyrie I don't fuck with this dude. Um, but let's see what Paul Pierce has to say for some reason. Hey, I created this beautiful logo. Oh, dude, maker. I love ads. Wix logo I fucking love okay. ads. Go to Wix.com. No, don't go to Wix.com. You brought his name up earlier, the one and only Kyrie Irving. He's made some news
1: over the last yeah. 24 hours or so. A lot of people talking about it. Here's the NBA's leading scorer, averaging almost 38 points per game, warming up in Brooklyn. As the Brooklyn Nets get set to host the paces tonight. But and Kyrie looks his well, wild too. He needs a is also making news. Oh. Here's an excerpt from a story posted by our very own Jackie McMullen. In that story, she quotes somebody saying, Irvin's infamous mood swings, confirmed by his ex-teammates, which followed him from Cleveland to Boston to Brooklyn, are the unspoken concern that makes Nets officials queasy. When Irvin lapses into these funks, he often shuts down, unwilling to communicate with the coaching staff, front office, and sometimes even his teammates. Nets team sources say, one, you know, one such episode occurred during Brooklyn's trip to China, leaving everyone scratching their heads as to what precipitated it. Yesterday, both Nets coach Kenny Atkinson and center DeAndre Jordan said, Irvin has not been an issue in Brooklyn's locker room. Paul Pierce. I'll get back to you.
3: I'm tempted. I'm, I, I'm, so t- I'm well, tempted to say so I mean, much. But this is ridiculous. You what, you <laughs> Your thoughts about This is ridiculous I mean, that Stephen A. On a- in yeah. the player's life, but at the same time, this is the attitude that tells me you're a front runner. Because when things are good, you hear him in the media talking good about his teammates, hanging out with him, going to dinners. When things aren't bad and things have not started off pretty good uh, as a team-wise in, in Brooklyn, now all of a sudden these reports are coming back. That just sounds like a front-runner mentality to me.
1: Well, for me, the way I'm looking at it is Kyrie Irving, it's not even two weeks into the season. What could he have possibly done in the first three games to conjure up something like this? He's averaging 37.7 points per game. He knows it's
3: going to be a long season. He has to score 40 for them to have a chance to win. I mean, it's a lot of load on his shoulders. With KD being out all year long, I mean, it's the same situation he had in Boston. You know, He's going to go out there and put up big numbers, but if he's not winning, coming from winning a championship in Cleveland, then he's going to have his head down.
1: We both know that Jackie McMullen didn't make this up. So, where do you Absolutely think this is not. coming from?
3: Pope is
0: looks it coming
1: from Boston
0: and
3: what happened
1: <laughs> <is it laughs> last year, from, or the last two years? It, or is it coming, coming from Brooklyn? It's
3: coming from Boston because the people in Boston saw it. It's coming from within the, new, uh, the Brooklyn organization. People see these things, they're around them every day. So, it's not a secret.
1: Mm. Paul Pierce, last question Do you think that Kyrie Irving is going to be able to last? considering what has transpired, and by lasting, I mean continue to play the way we've been seeing it play, or do you suspect that the frustration is gonna kick in and it's gonna be more of a problem I than it is right now? I think it's gonna
3: really kick in because we all know that the media in New York is a lot Damn. different than it is. These Boston. guys have no so, belief in this guy. Uh, as, as long as these guys lose, he's gonna put up big numbers. It's going the weight is gonna get heavier, but this is what he wanted. He wanted to be a leader. He came to Boston to be a leader. He said, I learned from it, it was a mistake. Now you get a chance to be a leader without KD out there. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do with it? Yeah. Thanks for watching. It.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and Kyrie has been absolutely killing it, uh, so far. And there's, there's a whole bunch of different takes and I haven't, I haven't heard that one before, but you know, Richard Jefferson defended Kyrie. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, just opinions, dude. But, and and my opinion here is that I, I don't, I don't think that Kyrie sounds, and I've never played with the man, of course, Um, I don't think he sounds like the best teammate. I don't don't know if he's somebody that I'd want to play with, to be honest. Um, And that's just, that's just me being honest, bro. And I'll be honest with you guys all the time on the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but Kyrie just seems like a bit of a dickhead, dude. Like, um, that flat earth shit. And he think it, it seems like he thinks he's above everybody. He's, he's. He's, uh, you know, he's more woke than everybody. Um, he's a better player. He's more dedicated. Like, I just don't, I don't like this, the way he runs, bro. He reminds me of LeBron James in that way. Like, I just don't fuck with these dudes. Um, these dudes whole, uh, pedigree, their whole, their whole style, bro. So, hey, fuck it. You, you, you're good. You're good. Like, I, I think he deserves to be in the lead. No doubt. He's a killer. Uh, I just don't think, I don't, I don't like the dude. Um, now I was trying to call uh, Elliot Ross, the official unofficial um, MLB por- correspondent of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, um, to get the World Series update, but um, my computer's not letting me. Let's let's try it again here, uh, Elliot Ross. Oh, let's go audio here. He's ringing. Hello Ross. Hey, how you going? I'm good. I was calling, uh, I'm in the sports segment right now. So I was going to see if you wanted to give us a little world series, uh, uh, wrap up. Yeah. I can give you a little, little wrap up. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Let's do that.
0: Um, your boys. Boys up. That's for sure. And they lost right. home games only and they won away games only.
4: Yeah, home ground advantage just just not a thing apparently in in baseball. Like, we're better on the road.
0: Unbelievable, Everyone's better on the road. Unbelievable. Um, and you you were thinking of going, you you were thinking of buying a, a first class ticket. I think it was to um to Washington to pay seven hundred dollars for standing room seats.
4: Yeah. So welcome to the potty was going to sponsor the flight, obviously. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, which
4: was solid. Um. But yeah, then I looked at actual ticket prices, $700 for no seat, and I, I went extreme, and I had I just did a little squizzle. I was like, what does it cost to sit behind the catcher? And it's like five grand. I was like, there's some hefty prices to be paid out there for a World Series game.
0: Yeah, that's pretty wild. And I've got a question for you. So um, what, what do you think of all the, the Bryce Harper hate?
4: Uh, I don't hate you can't hate
0: like so he went uh, he left the nationals yes
4: yeah, he left the nationals he did I believe he signed one contract after
0: um, after saying that he wanted to bring a um a <laughs> yeah. World Series to DC
4: yeah, so there's several memes of his first interview in a Philadelphia uniform and he's like, yeah, I just want to bring a a world championship back to Washington.
0: In a so, in a Philadelphia uniform?
4: Yeah, day one. So that was so basically he did that by leaving. A World Series was brought back to Washington.
0: Oh right, right,
4: right. But no, nah, I don't I can't hate the guy. He won a won an MVP. He's our best player for a couple of years, so can't hate. No. Can dislike, but can't hate. Yeah, well, um So he misses out. Mind you he's also counting his 30 million dollars a year in Vegas just chilling
0: yeah and uh and how happy were you about the nationals winning
4: yeah I was pretty pretty stoked actually because I was uh I was at work I couldn't get the day off mm-hmm. and I had a phone call from IT previous like the previous day and they were like oh hey just noticed that you've you've used like like 100 gig basically of internet can you can you just sort that out yeah I was like, yeah, yeah, no worries. And then, like, game seven came around. I was like, well, I wasn't given the day off, so I'm probably going to use another hundred gig of data. And sure enough, on Friday, like the day after, they're like, HR called, and they're like, yeah, so we noticed that your internet usage is still higher. I was like, yep, so that won't happen again because baseball doesn't doesn't happen again for like 150 days until spring training. So, so yeah,
0: nice that was one. Funny. Um. And you said something, you sent something to me yesterday with your, uh, your winning choices mm. of the so, bra- the season bracket challenge.
4: Yeah. So MLB did like a pick, pick your winner basically. Mm-hmm. And I didn't read the blue, the fine print, but it was like win 250 grand American. If you can pick every winner and the amount of games that they win it in. So the series are like. Similar to basketball, I think you guys do seven 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 in yep. the postseason. So base would be five seven seven. Yeah, with two wild card games to start off, just one game series. So I picked both wild card winners, and then I picked like basically I picked everyone up until Washington, but I had Washington winning in six games, not seven. Wow! Literally the only thing. So
0: and the the MVP.
4: And the MVP. I had Soto, Strasbourg won it. And Strasbourg went to school with Kawhi with Leonard. Yeah, both MVPs. Yeah, in the one same year. Season. Unbelievable. Both like, was, was Claude Leonard like top five pick?
0: Mm, I don't think so. It would have added to the story, that's for sure. Um, let's let's just have a quick little, we'll get on the Google machine real quick. Uh, Strasburg was number one. Kawhi Leonard... One. Um, Fifteen, yeah, he was fifteenth. Okay, I mean, so
4: Strasbourg was one, but that school's obviously producing some pretty good athletes.
0: Oh, absolutely, San Diego State, and we played against we played against them the year after Kawhi left. Thank God.
4: That have, I feel like that have really good burritos at San Diego State.
0: Yeah, and and a lot of bros too. There's a few <laughs> too many bros out there and basic pitches. Yeah, no- and
4: no classes during two to three because everyone will be sleeping. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, did you also did you catch the the flashing in game?
0: I did, and I um I'm familiar with the girl that uh, did it. That Julia, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah, hot stuff. Um, and, but I'm just not about that lifestyle. That um, you know, that attention-seeking lifestyle. So.
4: Yeah, all for a magazine, yeah. which let's not let's not give the magazine any
0: attention. Nope. We, we to refuse to do that here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast.
4: But yeah, I mean, good on her. If you got it, yeah, you got it. Yeah, tidy rig, congrats. And that that ticket cost $5,000.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> behind the gadget there. there.
4: So there's also some fun facts that went around. like So Washington were 19 and 31 at one stage in the year, so that's like the 0.1% chance of... Winning the postseason, uh, so they were also in like the wild card game. They were three runs down in the eighth inning.
0: So if you put money on them at that time, um, what it would do have you been reckon? over
4: fifty. It would have been over fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got them at the start of the year, and I did a massive deposit of five dollars. Yeah. And they were paying twenty, so I got a cheeky hundred. Yeah, not bad. But it's just like a standard preseason. You put, you put a couple of dollars on your team just to just you never know what happens. Yeah,
0: make it interesting.
4: But yeah, so baseball season done. So you can you can go back to watching basketball. I reckon because that would have chewed up heaps of your time.
0: Yeah, well, I'm actually watching a game as we speak. Basketball. Yeah. Balls. No, I'm watching Houston versus Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, and as soon as I said that, it just froze. So that was. Is it up?
4: Are they up to 400 points yet, like they were the other day? Yeah, what the
0: fuck was that about? Because I had money on the unders as well, so that was pretty f- infuriating. Were there any
4: any steals, any blocks, any anything in that
0: previous game?
4: Or I doubt it, it. Everyone just
0: shoot. Yeah, no, there was no defense being played. <laughs> um, so the score at the moment is 108 to 117 with 41 seconds left in the game. Have you got anything on it? Yeah, I've got them for the unders. Um, so they're at two... Uh, 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 two twenty-eight right now, and let me just check <laughs> what my fucking unders were. I think it's around two twenty-eight. So, is this a bet with Joel? Yep. Um, um. Be a bad plug if it's like the over. Oh, you just got to ride the wave. You still <laughs> end up being two forty-four. Oh, we're gonna get it easy. That's easy money. Fantastic. All right. Well, my mum's here with a um chai latte, so I'm gonna take off. But thanks, it, yeah. thanks for the uh, update. No, go now. And um, we'll go catch walk. you uh, in the uh, spring time or something.
4: <laughs> for sure, I'll send through a, a preseason <laughs> prediction, and we'll get to it at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, well, now we've got the technology to actually make these calls, so um, we won't need to we won't need to worry so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we're good. All right, cheers, mate. All right, see, you, mate. See ya. All right. Um, now my mum has gone, no more interruptions. Not that, um, it took any time off you guys' clock, but you know, anyway, let's go to poor posture of the week. (coughs) Poor posture of the week. Um, all right. Woman found dead with eight foot python, coiled around her neck in home field with 140 snakes. Now, let me tell you this. That to me sounds like suicide. And and thank you, Amy, for sending this in. I love it when the women wanted to send some things into the Welcome to the Potty podcast. For some reason, um, the I feel like the ladies like poor posture. Well yeah, well I guess the rest the sport the sport is mostly for well no, not mostly for men, women like sports. I think this show is for men and women, really. Anyway, Amy. Woman found dead with eight foot python coiled around her neck. In a home field with 140 snakes. In Oxford, Indiana. Um, now, I don't need to read this. We get the gist. Basically, um, you've, you've all heard that story about the person that has a pet snake. And, oh, it cuddles me. And, um, you know, it, it loves me. And we sl- I sleep with it. And, no, your, your python is lining its body up next to you to figure out when it is big enough, when it's grown enough, and is large enough to eat you. You fuck. Okay, so that's what your python's doing. And yes, of course, your fucking snake wants to choke you out. So if you have 140 snakes in your house, there's 140 chances of death. And that's called suicide. And suicide is basically death by choice. And uh, this woman chose to die by having um, 140 snakes. Her posture's terrible. I'm sure um, when the snake uh, cracked her neck, um, it gave her some sort of um, you know hunchback. And she was looking... Quasimodo as fuck. Uh, what else have we got here? I only wanted to read three of these today. Um, now is this fuck shit or poor posture? That could be fuck shit and that could be fuck shit. So, um, uh, what, what's your fucking name? Triple M money, make Mitch the Lord. Can you please give us that? Listen to this fuck shit. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Alright, so um, who's this one from? Do we have a name? Do we have a... uh, Graham. Um, And that sounds like an older gentleman because I don't have any friends... Nor have I met anyone my age named Graham. I know Tim Graham. um, Maybe Tim's using his surname. Who knows? Um, Inmate who smuggled cannabis into prison inside his nose has drugs removed 18 years later. Uh, Scans showed a firm grey mass in the right nasal cavity, which was removed under general anesthetic. An inmate who stuffed cannabis up his nose in an attempt to smuggle it into prison has had the drugs removed 18 years later. During a prison visit, the man, now 48 years old, was given a rubber balloon filled with marijuana by his girlfriend, which he inserted into his right nostril. Despite smuggling the package past prison guards, the inmate accidentally pushed the package deeper into his nostril, but believed he had swallowed the package. For 18 years, the drugs remained in his nose until he was referred to the Westmead Hospital after suffering from repeated headaches, and, his, and sinus infections. A CT scan of his brain showed a 19 by 11 millimeter calcified growth in the right nostril, which had grown around the balloon. According to research by the BMJ case work, reports, over the course of 18 years, the balloon developed into a rhinolith a stone in the na- nasal cavity formed as calcium, magnesium, and other minerals formed around the rubber. Now that sounds gross. Scans showed a firm gray mass in the right nasal... Okay, heard that. Three months later, uh, the patient reported his symptoms had completely disappeared. The case is thought to be the first report of a rhinolith developed around marijuana. And that's the whole story. Um, So thanks, Graham. Uh, I guess that is some fuck shit. Um... Basically, you needed surgery because you didn't even know how to smuggle, smuggle drugs, right? And that's almost poor posture. Uh, if I pre read that, that probably would have been poor posture because uh, his posture is fucked up, dude. Um, and the last one here, uh, listen to this fuck shit. Um, he was broadcasting live when he slipped and fell down Mount Fuji. The man, whose name is unknown, complained about low temperature, deep snow, sleep slopes, sleep, snow, sorry, steep slopes and slippery surfaces before disappearing. A team of 10 rescuers in Japan began the search from Tuesday at dawn after possibly, after the possible fall of the climber of Mount Fuji, the highest peak in the country was said, police said. What? Whoever wrote this does not speak English. I guess someone live streamed themselves falling down a mountain. Now that's some fuck shit. And that's, you know, oh, and who sent this in? Sorry. Kara. And that's another female. So that's Amy, Cara and Graham. Thank you for uh, being a part of this episode, episode 191 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, I believe. Um, Let's get into that advice, shall we? Let's find these emails, these advice emails. (laughs) Yes, we got some good (laughs) shit. We got some good shit in here, man. We got some good shit in here. Um my boyfriend keeps quoting Shakespeare during foreplay, and I don't know how to make him stop. And this is coming in from Maisie. Maisie. Now I don't know him in any Maisies, I do know two Macy's. Um, so that's a fact about me. Um, it's been going on for a couple of months. For our first time, I put up with it and tried to encourage him to boost his confidence. And from there, he considered it his key to success with me. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. It was only the other night he was quoting the Merchant of Venice to me. And the fact that you understand that and you know that means that you, it probably is doing something for you. We're both studying English lit at university. And so I do like to discuss literature, but not like this. <laughs> um, what's the best way to approach him? Um... I would say, I would say something super Shakespearean to him. This may be as you like it. Thus, it is not for I. For this is the 12th night that you have performed this play in our, uh, what did they call the bedrooms back then? In In our quarters and working, it is not um your love's labor's lost if you want to marry wife why wife i said but i meant wife if you want to marry wife stop being a fuckwit or something like that you know um or just say something like hey just so you know Shakespeare's not really turning me on or some shit like that but thank you Maisie that shit is so wild and your boyfriend um he's in a unique situation because I don't think there's many uh, girls out there that like that I was about to call them bitches but what we got here? Um okay Tina another female they love the advice I gotta tell you he's coming out let's see what Tina has to say about who is coming out um Oh, and I forgot about uh, about this. That
3: ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh?
0: Yeah, because I don't really think that um is too much of a problem in bed uh, surely he can stop that, but we'll see. Um, but yes, from Tina, he's coming out. Husband and I have been together since we were 14 and we are 25 now, married for three years with a daughter, and he's a great father. He's the best husband, he cooks, he cleans, he irons. He makes sure me and our daughter are happy. He works hard and is overall perfect. Now, it's strange that you just said that he's overall perfect and you, I, I sense a complaint coming. He's been stressed out lately and I finally confronted him and asked. He told me that he can't hide it anymore and that he's gay. Hmm, sounds, sounds like a perfect husband, Tina. <coughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> all the, all the world's left my mind. I think you mean words. And I don't know what to say. He said he didn't want to leave me and didn't want me to leave unless I'll be happy and he'll still be able to see our daughter as often and that mine and our daughter's happiness comes over his own all the time without doubt. And I'll tell you this, Tina, worst sentence ever. Don't do that to me again. Um, sorry, do I stay with him? I want to stay with him, but I can't force him to stay with me. I love him. I really do. And I want to stay. If you want to stay, that's up to you. Uh, this is a gay man that you're talking about, Tina. Um, and, uh, if you're happy for me to call you T-Bone, um, I'm just going to go ahead and do that. So, uh, you're, you're talking about a gay man right here. You're talking about a man that, um, he, you know, he's got a kid cause he had, he had sex with you and he skied inside you, but what he really wants to do is skeet inside a booty hole and a booty hole. That's really, um, you know, that's a hole where there's, there's hidden treasure, but it's not always, it's not always nice. Um, if you stay with him, you're ignoring his feelings and you're depriving him of the, well, basically his whole sexuality and the experience that he wishes to have. Even though this weird cat said that he wants to stay with you, you know? And that's the second time I've called a gay person a cat on this episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. So I'm not really sure what to do with that. Um, I understand why you want to hold on to this dude. You've got a kid with him. You've been with him for 11 years, it sounds like. 12 years, maybe. Um, sounds like you're good parents. You got a good partnership there. And I think you could still raise your kid without being together. And I think you can probably be, you can still be happy. You can be with someone else, someone that loves you and loves your vagina. Um, and doesn't wish that you had dick or is out there fucking dudes and pretending that he's not or something like that. I think that's something important. Um, I don't think you're supposed to be with a lady. If you like men, I don't think you're supposed to be with men. If you like ladies, Um, yeah. And all that. So basically vice versa. Um, I didn't, I don't think that you would bring your child up in a healthy environment and understanding what healthy romantic relationships are. Um, if you guys stayed together, to be honest, I think your kid would end up experiencing some sort of pathology from that. Um, and I, I don't mean to be blunt, but he, I, I don't know. I don't know who he's putting first and who he's putting last. It sounds like he's been putting himself last trying to, you know, do this and pretend that he's not gay, but he's gay, dude. Straight up. Um, And he needs to accept that. And he needs to be that. And you need to maybe assist him with that and teach your daughter about it and all of this and make sure your daughter still respects the both of you for the decisions that you've made and, just uh, how old, you haven't said how old your daughter is. You've been married for three years. Let's let's assume that your daughter's young, but you've been together for You're only 24. Fuck, sorry. Um yeah, I think I think as your daughter grows up you guys can sort of just let her know what happened. You you don't need to hide it, you can tell the truth. And I think you guys seem like you've got a good enough relationship you've been on, he's been honest uh, i don't think staying with him's the right the right move um, and obviously he he sa- what did he say he doesn't want to leave you and he doesn't want you to leave him i don't think that really makes sense i don't think that's really what he wants i think he wants to raise his daughter um, but don't you know don't make it a custody battle or whatever just when you tell him that you got to leave if you do take my advice Um, when you tell him that you've got to leave, I think you tell him, you know, he's depriving himself of, of who he is if he stays with you and he's not allowing you, he's not allowing you to be who you are, to love a man that loves you back spiritually and sexually and emotionally and physically, which he's, you know, maybe he has been doing, but it's, it's not real. Um, I don't know. Uh, that kind of turned dark. It sounded interesting at the start, but then I started feeling sorry for you. So, Tina, T-Bone. Uh, I think you got this, cause I honestly believe that that it ain't no problem. We
3: that, ain't move no problem. that ain't no problem. Huh?
0: That ain't no problem. And what else we got? You guys are sending in some nice short ones, which I like, cause you know those long ones really give me um the shit, the shits. Uh, and I think maybe oh yeah, we're at fifty-two minutes. This will be the last one here. Uh, my boyfriend of four years tried to kiss my best friend. I'm done. Okay. Now that's the subject line. So I'm not really sure if this is advice or if you're just t- uh, telling me something. Let's have a look here. Uh, and who is this? Liv. And I know I know Liv's. I know Olivia's. I know um, uh, Olive Oil. Um, I know Liv Strong. Uh, and that's, you know, that's phony because... Lance Armstrong really, uh, you know, he did win those races, <laughs> racist to sound like I said. Those races, like the Tour de France, um, the Tour Um he won them. And everybody else is on, uh, you know, PEDs as well. So he just won them shits, but still. Um, and, you know, he did it with one nut. And that's a PED in itself because he's got less things that's going to be getting hit by the, um, you know, the bike seat. So. Anyway, let's have a look at what you've got to say, uh, Liv, Liv, Young Liv, Strong. Um, hi, I just have to talk about it. One of my best friends just told me that two days ago, my boyfriend tried to kiss her. She had been trying to figure out how to tell me. I understand she was crying and so upset that it made that it had happened when she, she was telling me. The fact that she's so upset, I'm just going to tell you this straight up, makes me feel like. He didn't try to kiss her. It sounds like they did kiss. Uh, I just don't think that she would have cried otherwise. She would have just been like, um, Yo, you know Randall tried to kiss me the other day? I thought that was weird and I thought I better tell you. But instead she's crying and shit. Seems like guilt to me. And maybe I'm just a skeptic. Maybe maybe I'm just jaded by my own experiences. But that's why we ride into the Welcome to the Party podcast. I've been through it all. I'm in the Hall of Fame, guys. You know? The Hall of Fame of Heartbreaks. So let's just, uh, let's just keep going anyway. Even though it sounds like your friend is just as bad as, uh, your boyfriend, but I immediately, I immediately blocked his ass and don't want to hear a thing from him. I don't think the whole thing has hit me yet and I might still be in shock. I need affirmation, please. Just help me know I made the right choice before the hurt starts hitting. Um, I mean... You blocked him on social media. Now, so you're clearly 20 or under. You've been with this dude for four years. I would say you're between 18 and 22. I'll give you those sort of numbers there. Um, You blocked him. That means fuck all, really. Uh, And if you are that young, your girlfriend definitely hooked up with your boyfriend and you probably don't need to be friends with her either. Uh, Be done with them both. Um, I could be wrong. You're friend could be, you know, a good friend, but the fact that she got so emotional over something that she just really didn't need to get that emotional about, I don't know, alarm bells are ringing, Olivia. Or maybe yeah, is that or maybe 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 people are really just called Liv these days. But or maybe Olive. Or maybe you are Liv Strong. But live Strong Liv, believe it. Um yeah, of course you need to get rid of the guy. Um Blocking him on social media might be easier in terms of, uh, uh, you know, your emotions and shit, but you obviously need, need to talk to him, tell him that you know what happened and maybe you'll get the truth out of him. Maybe if you talk to him and say, oh, I heard you tried to, try to kiss, you know, old Georgia. I heard you tried to kiss Georgia the other day. And he's like, well, what do you mean try it? We're making out for hours or some shit like that. Then you'll know that your friend's whack. Or maybe he'll be like, "Yeah, but you know, it didn't happen. We we stopped. It, like, it was a moment of weakness or whatever." Then you'll know that your friend. But we need to, we need to find out. We need to do some more research here. We need to source this information. And I know everything. It's all on source. Welcome to the Potty Podcast. But we really need to do some um, some PI work, some Magnum PI work into. Um, we're going to call your friend Georgia. We're we got to figure out Georgia's history and whether she, you know, whether she really. you don't just walk around trying to kiss people for no reason. Okay? Like, if I'm hanging out with one of Rachel's friends for some reason, which has never happened, I don't just um, randomly try to kiss her. You know? I would, first of all, have to be in a pretty bad place with Rachel. And secondly, I'd be getting some pretty heavy signals from her friend. And also, I'd have to be a complete piece of shit because... If I was gonna cheat on Rachel, definitely wouldn't be one of her friends. Just let's just be real, okay? Um, also, I don't plan on treating, not to cheat, cheating on Rachel. Um, but yeah, it just seems like an odd decision for this cat to make. This dude is just gonna try randomly try and kiss one of your friends. Let's think about that for a second. Just doesn't seem right, does it? Just doesn't seem right. So I would, uh, I'd get your snout out. All right, and I'd start sniffing around and um, finding out the truth, you know, and like Will Smith said in that movie Concussion, tell the truth. All right, that's going to be it for the Welcome to the Potty Podcast today. You know what to do, guys. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Share the post. Um, you know, when you listen to it, just hit that share button and share the whole thing. Share it to your stories, whatever. Tell a friend in conversation. Remember, remember conversations, dude? When you're talking to your friend and they ask what's been happening, just be like, I've been listening to the Welcome to the Potty podcast. You should have a crack at it. Bung, bung. There there you go. Then you've already got yourself a referral bonus to the charity of your choice. Two, rate and review the podcast, please. Five stars. Does wonders for us. Boosts us up in the um, charts so more people listen and um, it gets us us more sponsors. Um, uh, Three. Uh, if you know a single parent that could use a night or a weekend off um, and we can help out with childcare and things like this, please let us know. We want to be able to do that for you. Uh, four, go to the Welcome to the Potty podcast website, com, and um, order yourself a Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. 5% of all sales are going straight to the Movember Foundation this month. Um, last month went to... Uh, uh, challenge kids, uh, challenge cancer, um, supporting children with cancer. So this is what we do here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, the most, um, charitable podcast. All right. And, um, and also if you want to get, if you want to stack your paper like me, go to betwithjoel.com slash ref that's R E F slash welcome to the potty Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 potty exclusive five zero for 50% off your first week i love you guys man this is the best part of my week um i know i'm in here talking really to myself but you guys really keep me company i fucking love doing this shit so i love you guys please tell a friend to tell a friend and um hey don't forget to love yourselves and as always bum to <laughs>
3: <laughs> Baby, you